I'm really excited about today's show. It's the first ever mini episode. Mini episodes won't take the place of regular episodes. You can still expect those to come out every other week. Mini episodes will come out on the opposite weeks, but not every week. Consider them a happy surprise when one pops up in iTunes. I'm using this shorter format to share short stories from parents, take you behind the scenes with some businesses who are doing great things for the special needs world, and just depart a little from the typical format of bringing up Betty. Today, I'm bringing you an amazing story of the chance meeting of two moms and how they helped one another on their journey. So stay with us. In January of 2013, my baby girl Betty was born. Later, we discovered she had a chromosomal deletion that would affect the rest of her life. I created this podcast to share the stories and struggles of special needs children and their families. This is episode eight of Bringing Up Betty. I'm Sarah Evans. Marika and her husband Michael were expecting their first baby, a boy. About a week after the ultrasound, their doctor called and said there were a few things she wanted to look into with greater detail. The baby was measuring a little small and had a bent pinky. So she ordered a level two ultrasound and there they detected a heart defect. And then a prenatal test put all the pieces together. So two weeks later... I got a call saying, well, your baby does have trisomy 21, Down syndrome. This is Marika. You'll want to pay attention to her voice because this story will be told by two moms with a lot of back and forth. Um, I was at work at the time, sitting at my desk, and I thought my world had just ended. Um, Broke down in tears. My doctor was like, you know, it's going to be okay. I know what I'm saying to you right now, you know, you don't think any of it's going to be true, but I promise you everything's going to be just fine. This baby's going to be perfect. And of course, I'm still thinking, no, it's not. You know, you just gave me this diagnosis. My world is over now. This perfect baby I thought I was having, you know, is no longer perfect. So called my husband right away. He came, picked me up from work, and we just went home and cried and You know, we're thinking, you know, what does this mean for us? You know, what does this mean for the baby? What is his future going to look like? Um, And we were just completely devastated. Of course, you know, the researchers and both of us get online right away. And then you're looking at all these statistics that just freak you out even more. So um, my doctor, when she called and gave me the news, She said, here's my cell phone number. Call me at home tonight when you've had some time to think about things and calm down a little bit. So we called her that night and talked to her for about an hour and felt a little bit better after that call, but we were still kind of in shock and mourning. And I told her, I said, you know, we're supposed to leave in the morning to go to Florida. My husband's going for a business trip. And I was just tagging along for fun. Do I still go? Do we stay home? She said, why would you stay home? Go, have fun, relax, enjoy. So we left Saturday morning for Florida. Thousands of people attended this conference. Among them, Angela, her husband, 
and their son, William, from episode four. If you haven't had a chance to listen to episode four, I'll fill you in. William is a cute little guy who has Down syndrome. Here's his mom, Angela. We were in Florida with a conference for my husband's work, and I and William and I just tagged along, and I I was happy to have this break. I was, you know, just had a busy year and a lot of up and downs with William's diagnosis and a lot of his therapies, and we were just ready to relax. Okay, this is the last time I'll tell you about a transition, but here again is Marika. Um, we get there, and of course, it's pouring down rain, so we stay in our hotel all day, cry, mourn, research some more, cry some more, and by Sunday, it was nice and sunny out. We thought, well, you know, at least, you know, if we're going to be crying and mopey all day, let's at least go down to the pool and get some sun and feel a little bit better. So it was the first time that I had brought William to the pool. He was 11 months old, and I was lathering them all up in sunscreen and getting ready to take him to splash in the water for the first time. I was really excited. Well, we go down there and the first thing we see are all these typical babies running around, having fun. And we just kind of look at each other like, well, this isn't going to be us anytime soon. You know, this isn't going to be our baby. As I was getting him all ready, I had his little beach hat on and we head over to the pool and and so we were just kind of waiting in the water, looking around, and we see this mom holding a little baby with his little swim trunks and swim hat on, um, and his back was facing us at the time. And um, a little while later, she turns the baby around, and we both look at him. We're like, oh, my gosh, he's just the cutest little thing. The minute we got in, this smiling couple swims over to us and starts asking us about William and his you know, cuteness and just oogling over him and, you know, just talking about baby stuff and asking how old he was. And they had recently just found out that uh, they were having a boy, they told me. And it was their first child. And so we were, you know, exchanging pleasantries and having a little conversation about babies generally. And, you know, they said, well, he's doing so great sitting up at 11 months old. And I was like, wow, well, they don't know a lot about child development, I guess, because, you know, they he should be walking by now. And here he is just barely sitting. But he was he was a really good sitter. And after I they'd asked about him sitting up, I said, well, he's doing really well, but he, he does have some delays. But we're really we're really proud of him. And right after she said that, we both look at each other. And um, that was kind of a natural end of the conversation. And I swam off to the other end of the pool and the husband swam after me and was like, um, you know, we did just find out a few weeks ago that the baby that we're expecting was a boy, but just on Friday, we found out that he had Down syndrome. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? You, you know, my child has Down syndrome too. And they said, no, we didn't know. And from there, instantly... Um, you know, we made a connection and just started talking to her and she just, you know, started showing us how great William was and how many cool things he was doing and how much support is out there and just totally, I mean, in an instant changed our perspective of, you know, everything we were thinking. I was 
just floored. I couldn't believe the like tender mercy that this was for them to even chance to meet someone that just kind of quelled their fears. They were expecting um, that all of their dreams of being parents were going to be shattered. And here they saw this baby that they thought was just cute and and he had the exact diagnosis that they were just grieving over. If ever we believed in a God that day, God was looking out for us and placed Angela and William in our lives at the most perfect time. It was this miracle, I think, that we met. and We became fast friends after that and um, spent the rest of the vacation together. So yeah, the rest of our trip, every day at the pool, we find them and we just hang out and talk and... You know, she kind of explained to us, you know, all the therapies they were involved in and early intervention and other just resources that they could find. And they just were so, so grateful. And I really think it changed their attitude and the trajectory of their their little boy's life. So right after that, we were just completely at ease. We felt so much better. We kind of stopped researching all the negative stuff and everything that could go wrong and just focused on all the positives. And it was just in a matter of a day and a half, two days, we had done our morning and we were ready to meet the baby and just go on about our lives. So a few short months later, their little son Thomas was born and he is just the cutest thing ever. And they are champions for this for this baby and for his abilities. Of course, the story doesn't end there. Angela and Marika have kept in touch via email and text, and a year later, they even had a reunion. We since have had a reunion at the same conference. A year later, and um, William and Thomas got to hang out in Florida and swim in the pool together again the next year and we plan to do it for many years to come. Marika lives in Loveland, Ohio. Angela lives in Schoharie, New York. You can listen to more of Angela's story in episode four or at bringingupbetty.com slash four. Today's episode was recorded and produced by me, Sarah Evans. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend about it and don't forget to subscribe in iTunes. Your reviews and ratings are also so appreciated. This is the first in a series of mini episodes that will feature short stories. But to keep these coming, I need your help. Send me an email at bringingupbetty at gmail.com if you've got a sweet, funny, sad, or unusual story to share. I would love to hear from you. Today's podcast was brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash Betty. If you're looking for more ways to support the show, visit our website and click support. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.